welcome and thank you for listening to Michael and I as we explore these various terrains of being loved by the water, and specifically as the water is ruled by the moon. This is Mike and Christy coming at you. So just before pushing the record button, mm-hmm. like from our timeline, like 30 seconds ago, you pointed something out, <laughs> something that you focused upon, something which I don't. Uh-huh. And it's the amount of listens oh. that we have on these recordings. Just so everyone knows that he could have been referring to a multitude of things. It's just kind of how I do it. Yeah. I enjoy to create an air of where okay. is he going? So, listeners? And you said there are, I mean, there's a small number. There's yeah. a small number. And you said there are seemingly four of the same people who are listening uh-huh. to everyone. And so I don't know who those people are. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, the Spotify doesn't tell you or the but platform doesn't tell you. This is what I want to I wanna, I wanna do. Okay. Right? Because we, we do a beginning every yeah. single time. Uh-huh. But because our audience is so intimate and so small, mm-hmm. I specifically want to acknowledge and greet those four. Hello, the four of you who are listening. I mean, it could be four different people every time. Unlikely. <laughs> um, but it could be. Um, and so this is, this to me, this mm-hmm. experience of doing these recordings mm-hmm. is very is outside of my experience mm-hmm. of making recordings. Right. Because I've got plenty. I've probably have You've done, done like 500 with I've probably, Mark. I probably right? have done, all said and done, maybe a thousand different recordings mm-hmm. to various degrees of, um, of, of an audience, mm-hmm. like probably from 100,000 to like maybe like 30, 40 people listen mm-hmm. to. But never have I spoken to mm. such a small group mm-hmm. and never has it been so personally intimate. You've never done a podcast with a lover. I've never done a podcast with a lover. I mean, you don't know about me. Well, yeah, that's what? true. <laughs> I don't know about what. That's going to be silly. Okay. Um, so I... and So can you... Because I think this ties in really nicely with we promised that we would do the second season, mm-hmm. each episode dedicated to a phase of the moon mm-hmm. as it passes. And okay. so the quor- the first quarter moon just passed. Okay. And one of the things you always say about the quarter moons, both of them, is that you like them because they are balanced energy. There's shade on one side and there's light on one side, mm-hmm. but whatever this is. Okay. So bringing balance. And it's you brought an interesting balance to the like transparency and intimacy of the development of this podcast and it's it's made me curious then as it relates to you know like activity and planning and development and growth of things being synchronized with the like organic energy of the moon what was it like when you started I think you started making YouTube videos, right? Before you ever went on a podcast. Mm -hmm. And so when you dropped your videos, was it immediately like hundreds of people watching or was it this like slow build? 
Um, definitely was a slow build. Uh, I'm pausing because I don't remember. It was quite a while ago. Right. Years. Um, 10 years? 15? No. Uh, probably around 2017. Oh. So about seven. Okay. So seven. about seven years yeah. ago. Um, the first few videos I made were like scripted. Mm. They were documentary style. Mm. Uh, and they're called Mystic Lancaster. Oh, right. And I put those out there and they were, I think it took a while for them to begin to gather views. I'm curious how many views they have right now. I mean, in the grand scheme of online content, like it's low, like relative to maybe what we're doing here would be right. big. But, but those, the people who have like millions, yeah, you've said to me that you think that could be like AI kind of like generated weirdness. That potential, that potential exists mm -hmm. in the same way that I showed you a funny video of someone tickling a fish mm -hmm. and you're like, I don't know if this is CGI. Right. And so there is a truth that everything, mm. all information that we come from mm -hmm. a digital format, like it could theoretically for a variety of reasons yeah. not be authentically true. And that we used to just ascribe to our televisions mm -hmm. and quote, the people bringing us news or bringing right. us info or Hollywood. Right. This is so interesting. I never realized this before. I'm which is why I have excitement in my voice. Instagram and Facebook and all the social media has advanced in such a way now, that now we don't even know if we can trust our friends or our peers on social media to bring us real, like, is that real information or is that a CGI, a stingray? Right. Like, that makes me angry. <laughs> what about that well, makes I you just, angry? Well, as soon as I saw that, I was angry because... I've seen videos where you, you and I both were like, that is totally a CGI creature. Right, right. And so there's this assumption built into social media that this is like friends sharing cool things with friends, mm -hmm. right? Right. And, and then you have these certain people who become, quote, influencers. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, we all know now that there are people who, like, they're using their social media and they, like, are for business and like putting on a show and like it's this whole thing but then there are videos like this one with like tickling the squid where it's like that would be really cool and funny if it was real but like i also can't trust that that's real and i don't want to think this is cool and funny if it's fake mm. you know if someone's just tricking my eyes mm. all right all right it's just like there's so much distrust like running now in my mind in regards to which is why i don't like to participate right in instagram and facebook because not only is it like what's really real are you showing up as your authentic self and your your true essence but it's like oh my god like civilians like citizens just like our friends can be using like cgi and ai stuff to generate their content that was never true that wasn't true five years ago uh pretty much so yeah so I totally diverted us with my... Well, I, I want to see if I can loop this back. Okay, because, thank you. Because um, my approach is everything that's discussed is like all part mm -hmm. of where we're going to go. So it's not like 
like as long as the rabbit hole comes back to the main trail, it makes mm -hmm. sense. And so I should mention if there's a loud piercing noise in the background, it's a cat. Are you torturing the cat? No, the cat is just <laughs> the cat does this. The cat just makes a sound. Okay. Bring the back. So you. all right. So I first want to comment. I first want to comment about like you know our friends bringing false information. Um, so and this is just kind of rhetorical. Like our actually no, it's not. Are you implying that a friend is actually creating like a video and then passing it off as real? Yeah. Okay. So there's that. I mean, a friend as in like a like, stranger right, on social right. media. So, so, okay. So it might not even be a person. It might not. So that, okay. This is where we began. Um, so your question to me, we talked about the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> and so I'm like, well, all of this could be questionable because false numbers can be created on a, a bunch right. of different ways, right. like false numbers, because people can hire bots to watch a video. Sure. And like get sure. false numbers. That seems to be an easier truth for some people to accept than the fact that YouTube itself could just make up numbers. Right, right. Like, like there's so many. Right. Okay. As part of a whole mind control, like program. But anyways, continue. So, yes. so there's that. I also want to put into context, though. Let's go back to. And I'm, re and we're going to tie this into the moon. I'm not quite certain yet. Oh, but, I, but, I feel it coming. Right, I feel it coming too. Um, you could have friend, like let's take the digital world outside of the place. Uh, rumors, yeah, gossip, right, right, shit right. that ain't real. Yeah, friends do that all the time, and you sure. don't need the internet. So, like sure. the idea, and then look. So let's go and look at at this. Is really interesting. So, uh, um the video which you were talking about was was of like someone tickling the underside of what looked like a stingray mm -hmm. or a, and a stingray, and yeah. it looked like the stingray like had a smile on its face mm -hmm. and and i think if i were to guess that your anger could possibly stem from the fact that you are using emotional currency expended mm. upon something that's not real yeah yeah. Which is true about like listening to rumors. So, I mean, like right. just that, that idea, like this is a higher, more sophisticated way. Um, so I guess maybe the point is, I mean, there's always. Which rumors piss me off just as much. Right, right. I would imagine they're one of the same. Like who and what I listen to. Mm -hmm. Or, right, right. So I would say there, there's a truth. There's always a truth as it relates to. Um, like what we choose to subscribe to and listen. And all right, I'm going to go through two layers. Let me finish these two layers and then I want to hear, where, hear your response. So then this goes back to the original point of those four listeners. So one of the things which I think what you and I are doing here, um, and I can only speak for myself, is that this feels more authentic and true uh versus like ha knowing that four people are listening to it if any consistently consistently like there was a huge number a huger number but it dropped right. off over time like literally we're, you're talking from 11 to 4 right 18 18 yeah that's cute <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I mean, this is like this is right. Like, oh, I don't do promotions, right? right. We do. like I'm not interested right. in the fanfare, the fantasticness. Like, right. I'm gonna put this out discreetly and with discernment, and maybe I mean slow build. Okay. Right? Okay. Deep and slow. This is not something that I'm using to build a business. I mean, if people are excited about talking with us and like wanting to have a session, sure, great. But I don't want to. But like that's not why I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're doing this to kind of be anecdotally different from all, like from from what ninety nine percent of what exists out there. Right, right. There's, is, a, there's an authenticity. There's and there's right. little showmanship. Uh, you know, there's no like smiling fishes. There's no like smoke and mirrors to it. Right. So, so okay. So let's. I'll loop this up. I'll tie Thank this you. back with the the. That's like the gratitude uh, to the four, to our four listeners, right? to our four friends, our four mystery friends, mm-hmm. um, because we are meeting this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, ha- I have the, the, more so than you, I have the capability, the showmanship capability. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's fun. I think that, that I still bring a degree of authenticity in what I do. Mm-hmm. But to be able to be as stripped down as we are right here has been new for me. Right. And, and so just recognizing that and now tying this into what we're going to be talking about for this particular episode, which is the time period from the first quarter to the full moon. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The second phase. The slow build. This is the slow build and it's the build which is above that demarcation of what is hidden like we talked a lot about like in the the mm-hmm. the previous episode of being mo- the moon being mostly dark and what does hidden mean mm-hmm. and now in once that threshold is has occurred going passing over the first quarter moon now the moon is mostly light and this, the face of the moon is most is more than fifty percent covered in light, and that would imply there is an exposure, like a like. Let me show. I'm coming out from the hidden, cracking and the door open, and I'm going slowly up to full mm-hmm. to full um, exposure. Right. Can I pause you yes. before we take off too far? Um, to to wrap up the the slow build of this podcast, the, 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 like seeing a more long-term picture, the mm-hmm. not trying to push it heavily. And then also some of the feedback I have gotten about the podcast from the handful of listeners that we have is that, um, is, is you and like you being a show and the 5,000, uh, recordings whether it's podcasts or video or whatever mm-hmm. is is like 50 percent of you and people who watch people who are familiar with your work like your your work that you've been doing for seven years and then listen to you here at least one person specifically who she might be one of those four listeners um has said this is like a totally different side of you mm-hmm. which is the first quarter moon, like the the five thousand with all like the immense amount of listeners, which may have built over the seven years, but also 
there's just a large audience for that type of work that you do and you have an immense capability in your intellectuality and your ability to storytell mm -hmm. that catches that bright side of the moon the mm. sunlit side of the moon mm -hmm. and then i've created this other space to that's what like you can't put it on I, I, like the dark side of the moon right the, the side of the moon that's still in its own shadow mm -hmm. um that's really precious and sacred it's 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 this it's the hidden side and just by the very act and nature of putting our conversations on a platform like this and gently and slowly sharing it right that's i take that with an immense amount of like discernment and being careful because mm -hmm. i'm doing something that feels like could be sacrilegious to the moon like to your dark side to your shadow side mm -hmm. and it's not shadow like um how shadow work is talked right. about it's the shaded side what's well, the hidden side it's the hidden side so and i'm opening on. the door and we talked about during the last moon phase the first quarter phase mm -hmm. is i think that's when you and i talked a little bit about what i was reading in the book ritual by maladoma mm -hmm. and keeping you know being aware of what doors you have open mm -hmm. and keeping your um, keeping your ritual hidden from those who are not entering the space with with an um, with an atonement of self, right, right. Like that they have that they haven't prepared themselves to step into the space of shadow or spirit or mm -hmm. shade. Then they really, it's your responsibility to make sure that they don't come in, right. Because they might be bringing in false CGI videos. Totally. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. It's so wild. Um, can I respond to what you Please. just said? Yes, because I don't All know right. how to. So, um, like, use uh, the metaphors which are being used. I think uh, got a little bit could be a little bit confusing because there is such a thing as the dark side of the moon, which has nothing. To oh, do, sure. Right. Right. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. and then shadow and all of that. Shade, so I guess we shadow and shade. shade so so I want to go and and respond to what you're doing because that was a really interesting frame up because you're absolutely right in that the majority of content which I've created has been if we want to use the metaphor when my moon is mostly visible. Mm -hmm. And half of, you know, using again, the moon as our model, like half of my life is hidden. Mm -hmm. um, and what I mean by that is the part of life which the public world doesn't see, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, what, what's interesting about what we're doing right here is that this is, a, is an opportunity for just, you know, like taking away the fact that this is a, a, a dance between you and me. Mm -hmm. And because we just started the conversation today about me, just because I have a footprint. Sure. This is, this is me showing more of that hidden side. Right. As invited by me, which is As why invited I feel by responsible you. to right. be immensely okay. careful. So um, I want to go and now ground that into 
what we're talking about mm -hmm. with like the archetypes of the moon and the cycle. Yeah. So one of the things that I have been aware of in my mind as we've been having the conversations of season two is just like the the clarity or the transparency like i do not hope for better or for worse hold my behaviors and actions with the discipline where my behaviors and actions match up the archetypes of the court of like the courts like oh it's the first it's that first phase so i'm only going to be doing hidden hidden effort like no i, I do whatever you don't try to. I don't try to. But we have been taking more awareness and notice. That is what, yes. Yeah. Like I bring a high degree of awareness to that being a, a truth. Like this is the phase of the moon and the phase of the moon represents mm -hmm. this and this is the time. But if I'm being honest with myself is, mm -hmm. is like I'm still just being who I am and I'm still, if anything, you know, you know this better than most people who know me is I am moved by my waters. And mm. so I just do whatever my waters are bringing me to do. So where I'm going with this is, is yes, there's a, there's a, a very clear awareness to the structure of the movement of the moon. And there's an awareness of the mm -hmm. movement of the moon. And there is a recognition that I don't actually live my behavioral life mm -hmm. in accordance to that specifically. Mm -hmm. But what is true for me is that through the practice of bringing awareness, this constant awareness of like the movements of the moon, it allows those different phases, if you mm -hmm. will, to just naturally spill out as they will. Mm -hmm. And so this thing that we're recording right now is the example of it. Mm -hmm. It's like, we didn't start this you know, as like a means for me to show my hidden side. Right, right. But there's something about delving into like, just like life, and then having that lens of the of the moon as a structure, like, you know, the four different phases. Mm -hmm. And though I'm not actually living my life necessarily in accordance to that, mm -hmm. I recognize that as a factual truth mm -hmm. in the sky. And that creates the, um, the open door for those phases to show themselves within me and for me to recognize them. The moon, it's, so you're saying it's like the moon is knocking on the door. The moon is, no. I'm trying to put this in context of how Maladoma described ritual okay. and ritual work. So, and also like thinking about my childhood and like Judeo-Christian scripture, it's like they always said, um, there's this like verse about when you're going to go pray, mm -hmm. do it in quiet, go, go to your room and, and close the door. Okay. And I was always like, you know, just naturally question that. And like, there's, there's truth in there. And the truth I want to expound upon is what, you know, Maladoma from Africa, um, in his ritual work, they also like the African, uh, teaching that he received is the same. Mm -hmm. If you're going to hold ritual, do it with an immense amount of, um, reverence and close the door. 
and make sure you're very careful about what doors you do leave open, mm-hmm. right? So it's almost like you're saying this. So you have your, we have the, every turn of the phase of the moon, we do the starboard. Mm-hmm. We have the, the journals and the planners that are frameworked, designed, written based on the moon, not mm-hmm. the calendar. Right. Um, we have like the bracelets that we change to bring a wristwatch kind of embodiment to mm-hmm. the reminder of what we're wearing. Right. Um, in a way, like our day-to-day lives, we're creating ritual. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, and so Maladoma talks about the reason why. You know, mm-hmm. the reason why you bring such reverence and close the door is when you open prayer, when you open ritual, you're creating a portal to the other side. Mm-hmm. You're, you're calling on spirit or spirits or whatever you're, mm-hmm. whatever you're connecting to. And that could be just that you're connecting to the deepest place inside of yourself mm-hmm. and externalizing it outward so you can see your own void. Mm-hmm. So you can see the deepest pit of your belly, if you, if you will. And, um, yeah, so it's as, it's as if we are living our lives in a container, in a room where the main spirit that we're opening and inviting to is the moon, like the moon spirit herself. Mm-hmm. I'm saying her because I identify the moon as being a very feminine, uh, having a very feminine base. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what you're describing, it's like, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to like understand how, what you just said about, cause it's the, there's the phases of the moon and then there's like, what you're saying is like the phases of the moon is actually, oh, it's highlighting. Mm-hmm. It's highlighting for you, your cycles, patterns, and phases, mm-hmm. like your waters. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm not just trying to make my waters fit into the mold of the moon. Right. I'm actually inviting the moon into my inner sanctum, into my ritual room my day-to-day life and inviting her to shine on my patterns so that I can see myself in her reflection. All right. Is that kind of like, am I saying it in a... I don't know if I was thinking specifically that, but, but what you're saying... We're using her rhythms. Right. We're, we're right. using the moon's rhythms as a way to bounce our bounce our own energy off of, right. off of the moon right. to see it. To right. see it in context of a right. more organic, right, actual um, being, right, versus a calendar, right, or a record, right. I mean, we do use record keeping, but the record keeping is framed up with the moon phase, right. Which is you know, that's what the plants and animals do. Yes. Um... So I'm gonna stop now because I see your like your eyeballs are channeling in something. <laughs> So, okay. Um, And I'll just speak for my, you know, all I can do is speak for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, I have mixed responses when I hear you describe, is it melodoma? Melodoma. Somme Patrice or Patrice Somme. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you describe the uh, ritual and prayer and shut door and 
and you know that's how you do it and like don't let in any of the bads you know create a, a safe container because we're creating a sacred space mm -hmm. and um definitely it's like shut the door is the judeo-christian like mm -hmm. scripture maladoma is not saying shut the door he's saying like it's your responsibility as the holder of the space mm -hmm. to be mindful of where you will let people in and whom mm -hmm. you bring in. right you're the one you're the right. one making invitations as it relates to sacred space and ceremony and ritual so ritual okay mm -hmm. so there's a part of me which like i which wants to fight with that and there's mm -hmm. a part of me which is like yeah i get that and the part of me that wants to fight with that is the fact that everything is open everything is ritual there's a seat at the table for all of that stuff and can you handle that? <laughs> uh, that doesn't that that thought doesn't overwhelm you. Uh, well, I think so. Let me tie this back to what we're saying. Yeah. So, I have a um, let's say a, a a leaning towards that idea. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's a like there. You can understand the logic behind. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, yeah. I, this is an approach, um, but then how does, as an individual human being, how did, how does that, how does that show itself? And so, um, knowing within my own experience of just being me and even being on these, these shows, uh, I, I become, um, so lost in the, the moment. And the reason why you're lost in the moment is because there's no container. You know, it's the opposite. It's like, right. you know, melandomas that create the container. I'm like, well, no, that's not my expression. It's not the, it's not the. Um, Ironically, that's the father, the container. The, and that, that container gesture you're making with your arms and your hands. Is the mother. That's the father. Also. A, oh, a belly. Well, sure. So, so I recognize that within myself and then. The flip side, and this is probably true, you know, anywhere we're, we're, we're extreme is like the, like find, like having to have a need for, for that. Being held? Or I was going to say more so like a container, like being yeah. like nothing else is in. The only things that can come within my container are what I allow in. Like, so it's like real. <laughs> you have such an interesting relationship with like this, this, uh idea this idea like it's like well the container every time you talk about container i see it in your body language in your face okay that you're like you've got a real like punk attitude towards it like i don't need no fucking container <laughs> and, right right and it's the father right like the belly is what's right. inside there right. the pregnant belly the mom right. is inside but the arms that wrap around and hold right are like the father right and, and it's and it's not for keeping out as much as it's for keeping what's holy and sacred right. in right because the spirit he says because the spirits it's not it's not necessarily about keeping people out because people are bad right it's about people will come in and the spirits will be like hey you didn't tell me you were inviting so and so like it's i i guess i didn't say that yet but he explains that it's not about keeping bad people out mm -hmm. it's about you invited a spirit and the spirits are, you know, doing a great deal of 
service by mm -hmm. coming in from the other world into our world. Right. Um, and if you don't give them kind of this like courtesy of letting them know like who who is among you, few mm -hmm. of the human being folk are among you. Mm -hmm. You know, the spirits can get kind of like offended or mm -hmm. sensitive mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. And so they're looking for a high degree of sensitivity. Mm -hmm. And now you're like just what you said, everyone's welcome at the table. Right. I mean that complete that as I was saying that I was like, this is an inner practice. Mm -hmm. Right? Like mm -hmm. With your journals, like you don't, you write in code almost, mm -hmm. right? Because you're like, you're letting the most sensitive, um, holiest of holy parts of yourself come out in your journal, so much to the point that you're making sure that what comes out could never be read by anyone else. Mm -hmm. So this is all woven right, in, right. on itself. Um, so there, there are two things. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. That, that clarity is so, so describing that those extremes, let's say, mm -hmm. between everything is part of it yeah. and like only like I'm the only one who's invited in, like, right. you know, uh, it is through the practice of the, the lunar phases of like scheduling like what you're describing before of like you know how i lay out like a day timer and so forth and mm -hmm. being aware of the moon and, and the archetypes that that comes in and that brings like an order mm -hmm. to this like strange dance between everyone's invited and no one's invited and it's it's funny you use like you know a father type um archetype to describe that when you also then said the mother or the moon is, is feminine, you made mm -hmm. it strong. Uh, so, so it's kind of like, I would say that's not to say just describing that is mm -hmm. how the practice seems to work itself through me. Mm -hmm. And before I finish that and hear what your response is, as you described, <laughs> as you described the, um, the idea of, you know, the spirits want to know who's invited and all this sort of stuff. Like there's your own emotions want to know, like there, there's, there's, there's part of me, which is just like, like, which rolls my, my eyes at like, that is an attitude. I'm like, what? And then what I thought was fun. <laughs> oh, you're reverent. <laughs> Such a punk. And then I thought about like what we saw yesterday on that television show mm. where um, which I thought was, I was so impressed how the characters handled the situation when he tried to back out of a camping trip. Uh -huh. The guy's like, invite your friend along. And then he's like, well, this is who the friend is. And it was basically describing a situation of a container. Yeah. And the person who was in the middle was like, well, this person may be here and you uh -huh. may not like that, uh -huh. but just like the full disclosure. And I thought that right. was handled well. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of what you're describing. And I'm like, there's still like, you know, grown ups and all of that. And then I remembered when I was the recipient of a surprise birthday party. Uh -huh. This was on my 50th birthday. Uh -huh. And how immensely uncomfortable I was at first because there were all of these different parts of my life 
which were brought together and I couldn't necessarily prepare <laughs> for it. And I'm laughing at it like because Yeah, that's how the spirits feel. And that's exactly it. That's exactly it. I was like, oh crackers. Like, um, I get it. Yeah. I get it. So the first quarter moon um in in our or in my like in my moonlit mind mm-hmm. kind of teaching course. Um I call it I call it piercing the dark. Okay. Um, and then hold on. What what part? The first. The first quarter moon. The first quarter moon. The archetypical energy. I'm gonna I'm gonna reflect on what you said, but also okay. like bring in more of the first quarter moon because that's okay. The, what we're that's the moon phase that just passed that right. we're reflecting on. Um, and also I took from your notes, like this is this is energy that's helpful for decision making Mm -hmm. like decisions made in this quarter have a very like um planting seeds kind of like uh energy um oh and then it open and active and you were just talking about like oh it's all open and this phase of like piercing the dark is very much like it's the raw it's the most raw opening because mm. you're you're doing that first right. crack of the right. door, right, right, um, and the moon is never like a, well, the moon can't be because of the nature of the moon. It's not right. a swing the door open. It's like this slow right. build and slow fade. Um, so I wanted to say a couple things in that come back to all the examples that you just gave, like personal examples. Oh, and I also have get the ball rolling. First quarter moon is a get the ball rolling kind of energy. Mm-hmm. And you and I are working on getting the ball rolling on the rivers and stars mm-hmm. ceremony tour right. that we're doing. Um, and I just looked up where we're doing our first ceremony of the tour dates that we have selected for the eclipse. Uh-huh. And what did, what was that one place called on the map? Star Roll. Star Garden on the Roll. On the roll. Two different restaurants, What's, right? It's a, next to each other. It's a restaurant called On the Roll. So yeah. we'll, we'll eat lunch there. Yeah, and then maybe eat dinner at Star Garden. I mean, how are how are there two places like right where we're gonna do this called Star Garden, and then On the Roll? And we started getting this moving, like the ball rolling mm-hmm. for this ceremony tour, right. this past moon phase. Right. I mean, that to your point. We didn't plan that. Like we didn't try. We didn't look at our thing and say like, okay, like moon, show us what to do. We're just kind of like, we're listening and we're open. And I see it more as like just letting the moon see us Mm -hmm. and take information from us and then shine it back to us. And in this like feedback loop over time, we just start doing things that are in alignment, just like the plants and animals in alignment with her movements right so um piercing the dark piercing the dark comes from the jewish mystic story of creation okay where uh the lightning yeah yeah the lightning there there was just total in the beginning there was just total void total darkness well they didn't Darkness didn't even know itself. It didn't even know it was dark because it didn't have anything to compare to. Right. It was just void. It was just like... Nothing. Nothing. There was just nothingness. Right. And suddenly, 
there was a split, mm-hmm. like a dash of lightning right. came through. And now darkness knew herself. And now light, by moving, moving, by moving through the void, mm-hmm. was able to see itself. Right. And now you have light and dark. Right. And so that, I read that in like a Jewish website as an article someone posted. Was it written in Hebrew? No, it wasn't written in Hebrew. It was I written in English. I didn't know what you meant by a Jewish website. But go on. It, it was just like a, a Jewish community center and someone wrote an article about okay. this story. So that's, It's very Kabbalistic, what you're describing. Straight sure, up, right? I'm sure. Um, and that was also, yeah, so Kabbalistic. It was also what they were writing about in that article was the mystical creation of sex. Dark and light, when dark knew light, masculine knew feminine. All right. Because the light in the in this Jewish belief or this mystical tradition that they're writing about, and I don't have the article on hand to reference. Um, yeah, that was the yes, Michael. The lightning was like the penis piercing the womb, piercing, and so <laughs> piercing sounds awful in that context. Okay. Penetrating is softer. Entering the light entered the womb the void mm-hmm. um and so right that's what they were deriving in this article is like not only did dark know darkness and light knew light but now like man knew woman and woman knew man okay. and they could see and there was a clear dance that was established between them okay what i love about the moon is that we you know the moon is often considered very feminine mm-hmm. uh, like the sun is masculine the moon is feminine um, the sun doesn't do this as much as the moon does. We, you are a mass, you are a male body. I am a female body, but we both know that you have both masculine and feminine energy as, as well as I, and the moon, while she might be considered a female being planetary body, she she so beautifully displays her masculine and feminine sides with this like she almost like every cycle is conveying that mystical jewish or origin story with that first quarter moon being a piercing of the darkness okay and it's not a piercing right it's like this slow build it's this gentle entering into light and then slowly increasing into like full moon where she's fully using her whole body. She's fully using her whole body as a mirror to reflect what we're told anyway, to reflect the sun's light to earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes now her quote, female planetary body is kind of fully operating in her masculine. But by doing a very kind of like, feminine uh, tactic or technique maybe of 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 like taking in and bouncing back of like absorbing into her void and then kind of um reflecting reflecting back what she's being given like she's being given the sun Mm -hmm. the energy of the sun and she's like reflecting it back and giving it to the earth just like a very maternal like mother archetypical energy okay so so this um 
Yeah, so do you want to take this anywhere? Because I, it might, I might need a pause to, to move to the next. So, okay, I, wanna, I just wanted to, just a, a small little thing which, which you commented on. Mm -hmm. um, I want to add into the conversation. Because we, we get really heady or mental in this mm -hmm. conversation. Mm -hmm. And so um, one of the things about the moon, which is so um, unique to the moon, is how it elicits like in like an emotional, mm -hmm. a feeling response mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in a way that nothing else I think in the heavens does. Like mm -hmm. maybe a little bit with the sun during like sunrise or sunset, like something really special in the sun. Mm -hmm. But it's like at a, a, a specific moment in the day. Mm -hmm. Stars for the most part, I don't believe necessarily elicit just purely by looking at them. But there's something about the moon which is like hypnotic. Or, and 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 elicits a response, and what I think is, or my experience. And I don't know if this is just unique to me or if this is more universal. But when you're talking about that, that piercing of the darkness, mm. um, and you're linking that specifically to the quarter moon, mm -hmm. and I don't know if you meant the quarter moon itself or just like that first phase from new moon dark moon to first quarter but that first slice like when the moon is first visible mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. when it's that tiny crescent ah mm -hmm. uh, that almost feels like piercing the dark well i was going to even take it away from the mental and i, oh, and oh, I was okay. going to just go back to the illicit response oh, emotional right. response right, right. like there's something about that positioning or that the way the moon looks when it's like that and can only mm. look like that um for like one day for like sudden well it could be a couple it could be a couple days but it can only be that way when it's very close to the sun so very either right around sunrise or right, right around sunset right. like you don't see it like yeah. the full moon you have 12 hours of seeing the moon in the sky right but there's so maybe it has something to do with the, the softness of the light but that piercing because it looks like a needle, it's got a yeah, sharp point. Yeah. Like there's something about that. And I want to put that in comparison to what's known as, I think it's called like the, the gibbous moon, yeah. where it's like that weird, like it's not mm -hmm. quite the circle yet. Mm -hmm. And it just looks like kind of like a bloated, like <laughs> it doesn't, it, at least for me, it doesn't elicit mm -hmm. what that crescent thing elicits. And mm -hmm. where I'm going with all of this, or, is to your points about these time periods and the 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 piercing the veil and like it does something yeah. it does something which is deeper than our intellectualizing and explaining it just like when i see that mm -hmm. like something happens inside me which is a softer maybe a little bit more um aware of what it like what it's what my inner world is because i'm mm. feeling something i don't know but i want to add that into the mm into your conversation or into your point in right so did we hit full moon yet like the end the end of the first quarter like where are we the end of the first no i can't read that the end of the first quarter is when the moon is full 
Correct. The the end of the the phase right, two. Right. Phase two, yeah. So it's a the end of that phase is a finality of, like, what is the final? What is the finality of piercing the dark, full light? Like when you crack open, and I'm thinking of light as air. Okay. Once you crack open a window, mm -hmm. like the air just pours in. Right. Before you know it, the room has like this like fresh cold. If you're in Pennsylvania in the winter. Right. Or if you like spray aerosol. Ugh. And like all of a sudden the whole room smells like Lysol. Yeah. It's the worst. Light light is very much like that. Like okay. air. You just need to crack the window. Right. And whew, all right. of a sudden. Right. Um, that's kinda of how I'm hearing you talk about there's there's just that like in the new moon energy, mm -hmm. in the new phase, there's just this like little crack that starts. Mm -hmm. And then and then like mm, Maybe I'm I'm lost now, but the this the first quarter there's like a clear piercing of the dark. Like the dark has been penetrated. It's right. obvious. Right. And then before you know it, there's like full like the whole room is filled. The whole okay. moon is filled right. with light. Right. With right. air. Right. Um air being again a masculine element. Okay. Um so I don't know. I'm like as we're talking about this, I'm I'm going deep into uh, I guess my like headspace of like intellectually questioning my own like frameworks from which I journal and okay. and or would be teaching from. Okay. Hey man, I always encourage that people just come up with their own language, anyways. Mm -hmm. But this um this first quarter really being really being a completion of something. But a completion energy that is encouraging. It's not like absolute. It's a completion of what you just talked about. Okay. This like all inspiring tiny crescent. Mm -hmm. It's a completion of that, mm -hmm. of that crescent coming, of that crescent like birthing something. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. There's probably something there but i'm not sure what it is yet well i'd like to add add to that so the the point which where i was drawn into in this conversation going back to this like that the and i'm talking about the phase phase one phase two phase mm -hmm. three and like the full moon mm -hmm. and the quarters and the new moon they're just the demarcations right. of when the next phase right. begins sure. and so the first quarter you know marking when it is hidden to mostly light and as i described that crescent um just the the inner feeling of seeing the crescent moon like that is indicative of like that vulnerability of what does exist within um within us where things are birthed where the ball gets rolling and then something happens once we cross over that, that, like, as you said, like the window is now fully open and the room is now filled with light. And that sensitivity mm. is like, that's no longer, that's no longer the primary driver. Mm -hmm. Like it's not about the sensitivity anymore, like, or like what I'm feeling inside so much as much mm -hmm. as it is about 
like whatever the mostly full moon is. Like I can feel that. Like I look and what, I, what I'm trying to, I think, say right now is recognizing that when I look at the moon at different phases, I feel mm. a different way inside. And the feeling which I have inside is really in alignment with the energy of those sure, phases. Sure. And so when I feel, when I see that little crescent and I feel more like vulnerable, sentimental, um, uh, more in the sense of, of, um, like it's definitely like a, a, a tender, a tender feeling. And then when you see it, when it's like big and bulbous and that's got a different feeling, but mm -hmm. it's not, it's. And when you say feeling, because I know you, I think you're talking about more somatically, like you're mm -hmm. talking about body sensations, like in versus, uh, I guess you did say vulnerable. But you, it's not in your vernacular to be like, it's the full moon. I feel happy and I feel excited. I feel mm -mm. whatever. But you more like experience it in your body. Like you feel, it's 12th house moon kind of thing. Like you feel right. a thing, but right. you really can't or don't want to put words to it. You just feel it. And, and it's, and it's, but it's not exactly somatic. Like I don't feel it like tingly or like tingly. No, nothing like that. But there's not a vocabulary to describe where where i feel it because right. i definitely feel it and it's not emotion and it's not physical it's like somewhere well, else it's like a spiritual yeah sensing kind of thing so yes so yes yeah, yeah. that's where which i guess maybe we can tie in wrap up last episode we talked about how to move energy that you don't know what it is Mm -hmm. And you either can't or don't want to put words to it. Right. For the, maybe for the purposes of what we discussed this episode is like, right. there's a hidden ritual kind right. of element right. to it. And I was remembering that part of the balance that you bring, part of your first quarter kind of energy of your waters is that one of the, one of the ways, cause I was really like, how do you do it then? Like how, how do you move, move with the energy? You do that shaking thing. What? Like when we were first together, I was like, what are you doing? And you're like, oh, I'm just like shaking. I'm just like shaking through an energy. Like you, you're just sitting and all of a sudden, like you'll be like shaking your shoulders back and forth. Do you know what I mean? It's not shaking. What would you call it? There's a wave that passes through me and I allow <laughs> it. Like shaking is, is like convulsion. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So you're not convulsing. No. But it's a gentle like like a shuddering like mm -hmm. there's a little like it's like when you see an animal mm -hmm. like an animal will go mm -hmm. like yes yes yeah that's yeah. one of i'm just remembering that that's mm -hmm. one of the ways you bring into balance your either your lack of desire or your lack of capacity to put word to put words to right. the hidden parts Right. of yourself is that one of one of the, the the things that you do is like you use your body to speak right. through mo motion through movement right that in that one very simple way we just right. described um so just have a couple moments uh <laughs> left um the awareness like bringing awareness to 
the phases of the moon and where the moon is and the qualities of the different phases of the moon allows for me and maybe other people who are like me who experience in inner world in that it's not quite body, it's not quite emotion, but it's something. Mm -hmm. um, mm. uh, it's not all the way light, it's not all the way dark. It's, it's something else, it's something else. And when you're in it, it's you can't just I, I can't describe it. You you've known mm -hmm. me long enough. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like I don't know. Like I don't. The mind isn't enough. The, the faculties of the mind are not enough. Seemingly, what happens is then by being able to look at the moon and mm -hmm. follow the moon, it gives me a bearing. Mm -hmm. Even even if I'm not what I'm feeling doesn't match the moon, I'm seeing a model which then I'm able to go. And into. maybe at least identify sure. like so like it's it's um it's primal it's like a primal therapy like if primordial self therapy right yeah right if you were to to create a a therapy program for the primordial self right it might be like moon based right right so so okay um not every woman bleeds on the new moon, the full moon. Mm -hmm. They could bleed any particular mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, anyways. Nowadays, anyway. Yeah. Uh, my emotion, my my inner lunar cycle, not my bleeding cycle, but like whatever mm -hmm. I feel, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, is not connected per se to what I see in the sky. Sure. Right. But by watching the sky, I'm able to identify within right. myself. Right. What I've not been able to identify before, if only to just have a moment of bearing. Yeah. The moon as a wayfinding mechanism within wow. the waters yeah. of our being. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you and I have these conversations. Like when we have our conversations, we're mm -hmm. like, okay, what just happened? And we unpack a situation. Like I always look at you, from my perspective, when we're talking, you're looking at me in utter in utter confusion you're like well how do you know that what just happened like like how are you unaware of what just happened oh sure and i'm okay. like well I, I was in it i wasn't observing it right and i'm like let me i can stop by and listen let me go in and 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 hear what you say so that i can have a more full understanding of the experience and the moon cycle mm -hmm. is another way of me doing that mm -hmm. I'm grateful to be an embodiment of the moon for you sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> for those in, well, for for listeners who could listeners see one that. through four, listeners one through four, our most committed, our most committed group groupies. You just made a a punk face at me. <laughs> Maybe. 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 Don't lie. It doesn't even feel punk face. It just. What feels does it feel like? Felt like I was soft and, and receptive. Like a cat? You're making like a meowing cat? Yeah, like a cat on top of a, a gerbil. <laughs> so maybe that is kind of punky. Yeah, I think so. A cat on a gerbil is totally punk. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you for listening to our, our, our what? Our banter and our roving.
What about roving? What's a roving? Like, rover. Mars rover. Dog. Walking. Movement. I was thinking of a land rover. Movement. Yeah, movement across the terrain of water and moon and and our inner landscape. All right. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.